0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to our Boardroom Chat.
1: Yes, thanks for watching. We love it when you get to join us here around the table.
0: Hallelujah. It's a blessing of the Lord. We've had so many of these. I just in, I enjoy doing those things. And people say, oh, you're going to keep those Boardroom Chats up until the Lord tells us to stop. That's it's right. Simple.
1: It's been blessing you know. people all over the world. Oh, we have man. testimonies from people from England, India, South Africa, Denmark, oh, New Me- uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, New Zealand, Italy.
0: You want to read some right Rwanda, now? We can start off at the beginning.
1: Japan, Croatia, Fiji, Auckland, New Zealand, Cape Town. let we'll wow, wow. I know there was one from Italy.
0: Oh, I like Italy. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll read. Yeah, a few. Read, read a few read right it. now. Let's start out out with with that. Start with that. Yeah. Uh, this. Well, basically, they're they're just greeting. That's Debbie from England. It says hello from England. Okay. Naveen, greetings from India. Bernie, greetings from South Africa. Sometimes they just say greetings because sure. they're talking on and they want to listen. Let's hear what we no, I
0: got a letter from Donna that said greetings from the draft board. <laughs> greetings. <laughs> it was not a nice greeting. <laughs> but these, in,
1: these are nice greetings. Back in
0: 1967. Camelia, it's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago.
1: <laughs> Camelia says blessings from Denmark. Hugo says, I love Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Hello from Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, Christine says blessings from New Zealand. Daniela says, love you both. God bless you. You encouraged me and taught me how to manage my downs.
0: Pray. Praise God. I'm
1: very happy, and I can learn more about Jesus from you. Greetings from Italy.
0: Well, who said that? What's her name? Daniela. Daniela, you're going to like this boardroom chat in just a minute when we get into the subject. You Go know, ahead.
1: Some people called, they made you an honorary Italian, right? Yeah,
0: Definitely. I'm an honorary Italian. And, they had, they and I might but, be Italian. I don't know. You well, know well, they I, said I, they
1: had <laughs> to change your last name so that it ends with an I. Duplante. Duplante. Duplanta, Like this is Daniela. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Maria says blessings from Wanda country in Central Africa. Justina says hello from Poland. Rio says, thank you, God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Praise Thanks God. To, blessings to everyone from Japan.
0: Japan. Uh-huh.
1: And Ivana says, God bless you watching from Croatia. You bless me every time when you preach.
0: Isn't that
1: a blessing? Eliza says, uh, praise the Lord watching from Fiji Island. I love the boardroom chats. May God keep on blessing you, Jesse and Kathy.
0: You want to use my glasses? You kind of hesitate.
1: No, I can see it. What's I I on the second page? <laughs> second page. Yeah. Okay, says cool. Debbie. Says Total JDM is wonderful. I have learned so much from these teachings. I love boardroom chats, glorious living, and faith. The facts.
0: Tell them too. what Total JDM is.
1: Total JDM is a, is a free app that you can go to and watch a uh, many, many different. i like 400 different yes. messages over the years, and we're always adding to them. Uh, different things that you, you can got see. Your you could also read watch the chats there you can watch every just about everything that we post is there and in this it's catalog. absolutely free absolutely free well uh, it's it's paid for by our partners yeah they our partners that's right maintain that and get those and uh, we, that we blessing so appreciate God. our partners okay mally says i love the boardroom chats also the voice of the covenant bible study that's something new that i started mm-hmm. doing a couple of years ago and now i do it in studio c every month i have a different topic Amen. And uh, and this one says and faith the facts, which is what you do every week, glorious living, and the Sunday services. So praise God. So spirit filled and full of true the true word of God. Thanks for all you do. I always look forward to it.
0: You know, I like I like to talk. You know, I got so many people mad at me about prosperity. Man, call me a false prophet. They don't even know what a prophet is, much less what the word false says. And uh, and I don't mean that to be hard. It's just simply the truth. So it's kind of nice that you that this ministry blesses you. And, they, and I mean that sincerely. Right. This last so this one
1: here from Georgette says I love all the boardroom chats. They are so uplifting and inspirational. Amen. Please keep doing them. I'm thinking about becoming a partner. Isn't
0: love that nice? and
1: blessings to you both. Isn't that great? Now, who's
0: that who's that person? Georgette. Georgette, let me just say this. Thank you for thinking about it. You know. People think we're always pushing them to, to give. No, because so many people want to give to this ministry. So we give them ways to do it if right. they want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. It's just that simple. I mean, you know. But I said you, the anointing of increase is on us. And oh, it, we get and, testimonies and the, but, you know, for it all the but time. But no, no harvest can ever come back unless you believe that it will. It's true.
1: You can't. And you have to sow. And
0: it's just literally, even a regular yeah, uh, it, former knows that. It's just literally that simple. I want to get into something, and I'm going to ask Kathy a couple of questions on this particular. Um, a subject I want to talk about. This lady was from Daniela. Is that that's her?
1: Daniela was the one from Italy. Italy.
0: From Italy. Mm-hmm. This I think you're going to enjoy this. In this Second Corinthians chapter one, Paul writing to the church at Corinth, and he says this in verse uh, 18. But God, but as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Sabanus and mm-hmm. Timothy. Was was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. Now, verse 20 is where I want to get to. For all the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yes and in him, amen, which means so be it, unto the glory of God by us. I want to talk about promises. You know, there's over 7,000 promises in the Bible, and which one are you believing for? Mm -hmm. Now, you see, this little lady from Daniela, she said, uh, I want you to read what she said again, if you don't mind, from Italy. Daniela
1: says, I love you both. God bless you. You encouraged me and taught me how to manage my downs.
0: Ooh, glory.
1: I'm very happy that I can learn more about Jesus from you.
0: You see, Daniela, not only can you learn to manage your downs, you can get rid of your downs. Yeah. And do like a little song, moving on up, praise God. Yeah, they'll be just, in your distant past. That's right. And God's where all, all the promises of God. So let's deal with, and I want to talk about that. We just did a Faith to Facts, and it was such a blessing dealing with comfort. I want to continue a little bit in that vein because the world doesn't know what to do anymore. Hmm. I mean, people are now going to either the grocery store or to the gas pump and which one we're going to cut back on, you know, so we can live. Because of the price of gasoline, the price of eggs, food, uh, shortages. Uh, whoever thought we'd have shortages with baby formula? Right. And all this is man-made that shuts down. I mean, it's just crazy. It all could <laughs> stop today. But I got a pro- I got that scripture. For all the promises of God are yea and amen, which means yes and so be it. Now, some of you need some help financially. I know you do because it's, it's very expensive with the gas and all that kind of stuff. But Jesus said... My God, or Paul through Jesus said, my God shall supply all my need mm-hmm. according to his riches and glory. So the Lord knows you need gasoline. Now what you got to do is say, well, what do you do about inflation? I get inflated. <laughs> in other words, I just say, well, bless God. If they're going to charge me more, I'm going to make more. It's just right. that simple. You have to believe that. Because you live in an economic world. So all the promises of God, not just some, but all of them. Now that's big. Now Catherine, I'm going to ask you, what promise are you believing God for?
1: Well, you know, I know I'm, you got
0: more than one, but what? You, oh, I got
1: so many. Well, let's talk about. <laughs> well, one God. of the things I pray about every day, of course, is for our partners and the prayer requests we get in, and I pray for those. How do you
0: pray for our partners? Well. <laughs> I, I'm going to interview today well, on this boardroom
1: I'd lift up the, just the fact that there are partners, and the Lord will lead me to a few that I know personally, specifically to pray, things that I've written about, mm-hmm. that people have written in about. So do you pray
0: for them spiritually, physically, and financially? I
1: pray for God to bless the, with their, whatever is concerning their heart. You know, I know they have dreams and visions and the things that they're agreeing for. And, you know, the Bible says where two or more agree is touching anything. Oh, God. And I recognize that I don't have to actually know the details of that anything because the Holy Spirit does, but I can send the Word and realize that they can, be blessed with everything they set their
0: hand to oh that's, cool. that's good. that's you good know,
1: because they've been a blessing yeah to
0: well, us. let me tell you how I pray for my partners I do it every day in my morning devotion because it's one of the promises of God I say father I ask you to bless all my partners with a 30 60 100-fold return in every area of their life spiritually, physically and financially and all those that I said would they would never have a day without prayer I ask you to bless them spiritually physically and financially, but especially those partners. Why? Because they understand the vision of Jesse the Planet's mission.
1: Right, right. And I
0: want to just make this announcement. Some people ain't going to believe it. But when you send in this, that, that doesn't come to me. That goes to God. I, I do very well myself, you know. I am a partner. You are a partner to Jesse the Planet's mission. Well, you give it to yourself. No, we're not. You don't understand the laws of the IRS. You, you, know, you know, my Lord, this doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. It belongs, everything here, lock, stock, and barrel belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. So the reason why I don't suffer financially is because my God. I start off with my God, just like Paul said. I make God personal. He said that I I could be personal with him Mm -hmm. to the point that when I pray, hello, Jesus, hi, Jesse, I kind of like that. So that's just one thing. Uh, what else? What other promise, Kathy, are you believing God Well,
1: promise? I'm believing for uh, restoration for people that I know that are pro- that are sick, that are battling Amen. some attacks of the enemy, and we're expecting them to be totally, fully restored.
0: Well, a man asked me one time, he said, why do you believe in healing so much? And you believe in laying on hands. <clears throat> Watch this. When I lay hands on people like this, when I'm praying for healing, I get health. The harvest of healing is health.
1: Right. You right.
0: see what I'm saying? So I I realized I don't like people being sick, and neither does God. Jesus said, this is a promise now. By his stripes, ye were healed. Mm -hmm. That's in the Old Testament. Right. That's in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's across the boundaries of Judaism and Christianity. By his stripes, ye were healed. So maybe you're, you're facing stage four cancer. You have real bad I don't know diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling arthritis, infectious disorder. I don't know whatever Satan's using to attack you. Take the promise, like the doctors trying to tell you to keep the disease. And I hate to say that, but that's simply true because yeah. you never know when it's going to come back and all kind of crazy. And say by His stripes, I am, I were, I is, however you want to say it. It may not be good English, but it makes good sense. Right. By his stripes I'm here. That doesn't mean you don't, you you deny the pain or you don't. I don't deny. What I feel, I deny its right to function in my life.
1: That's right, because the Bible tells us we just read that all the promises of God. That's a big word, all. For as many as are of the promises of God, they all find their yes, their answer. Yes. What that means in Him, Christ. For this reason, we also utter the Amen, which means so be it. So.
0: All the, the promises are not? in are in Jesus Christ by simply saying yes.
1: Yes, it says to God through him in his person and by his agency to the glory of God. So the <sighs> Amplified goes in more detail about that. But, you know, there's so many things. Jesus came to it destroy. He does. Read
0: it. I, wanna, I, wanna, our, I want people I to, I want, I want them to understand the word all completely so that in this life they can be living on earth like as if they're living in heaven. That's right. why I'm talking about promises today. Right. Read it again. Read
1: it again. Verse 20 says, For as many as are the promises of God, they all find their yes answer in him, Christ. Uh For this reason we also utter the amen, so be it, to God, through him, in his person, and by his agency to the glory of God. So we amen to God because we know that all the promises, everything that Jesus came to take back from the enemy, everything that he came to destroy, the enemy mm-hmm. about our, that affects our lives, mm-hmm. it's already been done. And, and so once we believe it, what we're doing is basically agreeing with God. That's what amen means. It means so be it.
0: Okay. So I, I want you to read that in the Passion Translation too, while she's looking that up. So now I want to ask you, what promise are you believing for? What promise is? Let's go plural. Let's go all of it. let's go all seven, over seven thousand of them. Oh, but Jesse, let don't, don't get radical. We need to get radical. We've got radical with poverty and sin and sickness and disease right. that has covered the planet. Why don't we get radical with health, wealth, blessing in right. the city, in the field, going in, going out? Let's get radical. Are you going to get some uh, persecution? Yeah, but you've got to understand some people that are, are, that are speaking against their things, they're not dumb by no means, but they're ignorant. They're ignorant of what this Bible says. Because you see, where did Jesus struggle for food? Where did he struggle for clothes? Where did he struggle? Notice he had no financial trouble. And the Bible said his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You, and the Bible says, be ye therefore followers of Christ, or be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. So, I mean, I'm going to catch persecution for saying what I'm saying now. The reason why I live the way I live is because of the promises of God. That's right. God said I can have those things spiritually, physically, and financially. So, I mean, it's like water on the duck's back, say what they want, do what they want. You know, and all this kind of stuff. People say, well, you don't suffer. Yeah, I suffer sometimes just being around you. And I'm just be <laughs> You're not talking to
1: me. Or... No, I'm not
0: talking to you. Praise <laughs> God. I'm talking about it because you don't understand what you're saying. See, what happens is you're bringing more problems on you by judging people. When the Bible says, judge not that you be not judged. It's just that simple. I'm not here to judge you even. But see, when you say, you just judge. Them. No, no, I just spoke the truth. You see what I'm saying? And the truth is not a judgment. The truth will set you free. Right. And right. and when you understand that and whom the son is set free is free indeed. That's another promise. That's right. So why should I be in bondage when the Bible said whom the son has set free is free indeed. We
1: have to believe the promise in verse 20 in the in the passion translation. For all of God's promises find their yes of fulfillment in oh. him. And his yes and our amen ascend to God. Wait, and wait, it says, "And as his yes, and our amen, ascend to God, we bring Him glory." So, so we have the, to agree with what God has promised us.
0: So the promises in order to of God are it. full of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. Fulfilled.
1: Yeah, they find their yes, of, uh, yes of fulfillment.
0: Okay, when I married you, and it's going to be fifty-two years in June the sixth, then I fulfill your wildest dreams. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I'm putting myself on the grill right now. Yeah. I'm probably gonna get barbecued and fried.
1: Yeah. Well, eventually, you finally get. You got there eventually.
0: Well, it took a while. <laughs> it took a while. Right? I, I understand. And there's
1: still some growth that's yes. that you can expect.
0: I never forget. You want a funny story? I gave Kathy some money. We just got married. I said, go to the store and get some. You know, it's because I thought she might cook some. She came back with a mop and a bucket. <laughs> some soap. I said, Kathy, we can't eat the mop. She said, well, I, I don't the got some groceries, too, I got months-
1: as far as the money. You should have gave me more money. <laughs> yeah, yes. got I groceries. think
0: the first three months, you ate at Burger King. Remember we had that little apartment in Arlington, it Texas? It takes
1: money to <laughs> set up an apartment. We were at our first apartment. <laughs> And yeah, I remember, it, I like to be clean.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I'm talking about when you ate, you didn't cook. You just went to Burger King. We ate mostly Nobody fast food. Nobody was ever
1: home.
0: No, I was you working. You were working That's one during thing. the
1: day and at night, and I was by
0: myself a lot. Yeah, I just had to work. I mean, I just believe God. So I did fulfill, I fulfilled the dreams, because I told you, I, I, everything I've told you, I have done. I remember I telling you on the, streets, on the streets, on the steps of the Holy Rosary Catholic Church, I said, woman, follow me, and I'm going to take care of you. That doesn't mean it wasn't easy. You and, you but Kathy says, "I got your back. I you, got your back. You, you said that." You could
1: have said something more romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: but <laughs> you, I you, saying, thats
1: what I mean. He's growing. But He's the
0: tired. reason why? Because I knew she gonna get hungry in a couple of hours, so I gotta make sure but everything's fine. Because your dad
1: used to say they got they all, they always want to eat and they like shoes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. my dad told me he said boy, when you get married, they love shoes. Go to camp. He said it's a temptation greater than they can bear, and they you know they don't eat much when you when they dating. But after oh, you that get married, they, ate, they shovel it in. I didn't pray. do
1: that. I didn't deceive you. You no, knew you exactly. Kathy
0: ate like a little horse. I mean, she could, But she was skinny as a rail. It didn't make any difference. You know what she did one time? That's so funny. We went, she, You know, every addict knows where their stuff is. Hmm. So I asked her one time. I said, uh, that, that's Kathy's statement. She said, I no, said, do you want some? No, it's not my statement.
1: Someone else said that to me. Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I, we were together, remember, we mm. were in, in Lake, Lake Charles, Louisiana, and we were preaching, and after preaching, uh, I had, was telling the people, in, the pastor and his wife in the car, how much I loved ice cream. And
0: she does love ice cream. My favorite
1: ice cream was at the time that I discovered this bluebell banana pudding ice cream. Ooh. I was ex- describing it, how it's amazing how it can have cold ice cream. I am surprised you and have an overdose
0: over ice cream. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Are you sorry? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the cookie in there was crisp, and I was ex- explaining how that was. And so we were driving back. So the pastor says, well, we're going to the uh, the store, right? We're Big driving store. by this grocery store. You know, I can stop here and get, it, get this ice cream for it because we were staying at their house. And so I said, no, you don't need to stop there. They're not going to have it. Oh, so he says, yes, this store has everything, but they wouldn't listen to me. So they, Jesse, the wife and I stayed in the car. Jesse and the pastor went into this big grocery store and came out empty-handed. Right. And I looked at them, I said, I told you, it's not there. And so they driving along, and, and so they passed a the little convenience store. I said, stop right there. It'll be at th- that little convenience store. <laughs> and so they stopped. And there it was. They came out with a bag, and so his wife saw the bag, and she looked at me, and she said, "You know, Kathy, every addict knows how to where to get their stuff."
0: Kathy <laughs> loves ice cream, buddy. And so
1: I realized at that point, you know, maybe I I do have an issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. So but it
1: was good. They all loved it. it was we was delicious.
0: on a date, and I don't know if it was the first date. Maybe it might have been the first date. Second date, I can't remember that part. So we had a little something to eat or something like that. So uh, I said. Um, Would you like some ice cream? She said, "Yeah, this is where you need to go."
1: And I told him it was a little soft serve. She's an addict.
0: She knew where it was. A a
1: little soft serve place right near where my house was, and so it was a drive up. It wasn't a place you can go and eat. And yeah. so I drove. He drove, and we parked. He parked, and he says, "Well, what would you like?" I said, "I'll take a quart." And I said, "No, looked- I said,
0: would you like an ice cream?" She said, "Yeah, I'll take a quart." Well,
1: that's what I-, I just said? I Why said, you a corrected quart? that?
0: I just—I ha- I couldn't believe it—a quart. <laughs> I still have a hard time believing. I said, "You want a quart?"
1: I said, "You heard me. Go get it." So <laughs> he did, and that's like my Cinderella story. So he's like he fulfilled that dreams for me, <laughs> and he's been buying she them ate- ever since.
0: She ate the whole quart. Now she likes pints and. All kind, I remember one, one year a ice cream, for my
1: birthday, he got me this three-gallon. And I don't, re- I, I just like vanilla and maybe butter pecan. I don't like a lot of other flavors. Kathy,
0: you eat all kinds of ice cream I, if, if not have said the right what I like. Don't lie on the show. You I eat said, ice cream.
1: <laughs> I said what I like.
0: I know. Okay. got to right.
1: listen better. You gotta right. pray for his ears to listen better. <laughs> Be a better listener. That's one. That's a promise I'm yeah. believing for. Yeah. I understand. I understand. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I remember just one day, a year from Christmas, you bought me this butter pecan from, it was Baskin-Robbins, which I now have have uh, refined taste, more refined taste. <laughs> I like Haagen-Dazs butter pecan only. <laughs> I'm, I'm really selective. Okay. So anyway, you brought me this big three-gallon container. Three-gallon. Of butter pecan ice cream, and so that was my birthday gift. That's
0: what they serve ice cream. Yeah, and to he,
1: would, he would, he would. She's a Catholic. Can you give me some? And then he'd frown. He says, "You know, I really don't like this." He says, "I just eat it because it's cold." I said, "Well, go and eat an ice cube. Get your lips off my ice cream."
0: <laughs> she <laughs> ate the whole three gallons. No, I, I shared did. it.
1: you My one brother, time my, my, you, many people <laughs> shared, ate some of it. You ate a few bites. No. That means I didn't eat the entire it, thing. It, if you got ate a bite, Monday I'm afternoon
0: accurate. it was gone. No, Friday morning, it took a
1: lot. Of and that. when
0: she and she, she'd get those big cooking spoons. Mm. Yeah, and I'd warm it up <laughs> and
1: under the hot water, and it would make it slide through that big hard ice cream. My brother-in-law would come over. And he would say, uh, "I'd say, would you like some crème de glace? Because we love to say it in French." And he says, "Yes, I would." He says, well, "I said, well, how much would you like?" And his answer, because he loved it as well as me, <laughs> his answer was always, "That was Jules." He said, "Just serve me as much as you would yourself." <laughs> hey, <boy. laughs> and he knew he would be getting. I Lawrence mean, there's portion. this mountain
0: that looked like Vesuvius. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would, I would eat. I, true, I would eat it instead of uh, instead of a, a meal. Oh yes, today. And so but i, I, I really never that, even put on the weight then.
0: I kept that I promise. I can't do that today. I so, kept that promise. I'm still keeping that promise that I'll buy all ice cream she can eat. And I tell you what, if you ever have a contest, I'll put this woman in a contest, anybody on ice cream, especially if it's Hagen-Dazs, butter this pecan. This woman again. He's <laughs> there. He goes again. <laughs> this woman can eat some ice cream. It is such a blessing. So what's your point? My point is that <laughs> I made my promise come to pass. Okay. And the Bible said all the promises of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're in him. So I made up my mind. Come June, excuse, July the 9th of this year, 2022, I'm going to be 73 years old, uh, that I, I'm going to live clean, healthy, blessed because of his word. Yeah. I was just talking to one of my staff, like, and he said, you know, I I, I love my age because yeah. is his birthday. Yeah. I said, me too. I said, to me, it's nothing but a number because every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> If you ever wake up and there's a lot of roots around you, you know you didn't make it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That that kind of stuff. But I made up my mind that while I'm here, since God said I could have all, Mm -hmm. Churchwell says I can't. Mm -hmm. People that criticize me on on YouTube and other say I can't, but Jesus said I could. Mm Now, whose report shall you believe? You know,
1: there's a lot of people are just finding out for the first time that God did promise divine healing. Yes, he did. God did promise divine health and divine life. That's right. He did promise that he would bless you going in, bless you going out. He would He would bless everything you set your hand to do. He did promise that he would give you favor. He would give you uh, an anointing to get wealth, you know, all That's these true. things. So many things, so many Promises in the Bible, we're not, I don't have Over to Over 7,000. 7, what
0: about your children that are going nuts on you? You got the promise of your family, family down to a thousand. He says, train
1: a child in the way they shall go, and when they're old, they won't yeah. depart from it.
0: I mean, it's just amazing to me how how much Christianity, and I'm not anti church, but through the church, says, well, I know God said that, but yeah. they're always putting conjunctions and, and hesitations and barricades. and Different so it makes people think that when you're blessed in the city, blessed in the field, well, you're just greedy. You believe in that prosperity message. What do you believe in? The poor message? Hmm. Do you enjoy children starving to death? And the best thing you can do for a poor man is not to be poor so you can be a blessing.
1: Well, you know, like, many things the promises of God are conditional yes they, are. they don't just happen because God promised them he promised you'll have this if you do that if you believe right. that's the basis for most of the promises believe him but he's expecting us to do our part And when we do our part which even in this verse he says our we have to agree with God's yes by saying amen amen God's promises are all yes and when we agree with God our response to that should say, "Amen, yes, Lord, I believe it." That's what that well, means. You
0: know, it's the difference between the Old Testament and it brings him glory. And the New Testament. The New Testament says, "Yes, we mean, yes, and Amen." In the, in, the, in the Old time, it says selah. Think about it. <laughs> in other words, you go in extra. When you cross over the boundary of the New Testament, you get it all.
1: Well, it ha- You know, when you meditate on the Word of God and his promises, it yeah. changes everything. It helps you because that's how you renew your mind. You meditate on what God has said. You think about it. That's what that just yeah. means. You I, think about it, and then it starts changing the way you think. Maybe your old way of thinking was to not even expect anything. Amen. Didn't realize that there was a problem, but even if there was a problem you'd say, "Oh, that must be for someone else." It reminds me of a story I heard. It was an old Ronald Reagan joke. He would talk about how this these two kids President are so Ronald different. Reagan. President Ronald Reagan, they had two these two children were so opposite. One was a pessimist, one was an optimist. And the the pessimist got this um this no, bicycle. He got a shiny bicycle and they gave it to him he said, "Oh, no." A bicycle. I you know, I don't really know how to ride. I'm probably going to ride it and hurt, fall down, and break my leg, and you know, it's going to be a real problem. The the optimist gets another gift. His gift is a big old box. He opens up the box and he starts seeing that it's a whole box full of horse manure. And he, gets his, his, he starts digging around, pulling I says, with all this uh, manure in here, there's got to be a horsey in here anywhere, <laughs> somewhere. So he was he excited thinking he had a horse in there. If there was manure, there had to be a horse. So yeah. we depends on how we look at it. We have a challenge in life that when we read the promise of God, we need to believe it. Yeah, it's too good to be true. Yes, God can help us with our life. He can heal our bodies. He can restore our fortunes. He can help us to restore our relationships. That's right. You know, he can do so many things. He can give us peace of mind. A lot of people have turmoil because they're in depression or they have turmoils in their mind. And God can bring peace in your mind where nothing else can work, but the Word of God brings peace.
0: Only the Word of God can do that. You know, I mean, I've heard a a real sad thing, and I don't know these people. I enjoyed their music, uh, Naomi Judd passed away, they said, uh, they called it mental health. Winona
1: and Naomi, right?
0: Naomi was the mother. Winona. Uh, yes. I, Winona, and they, were, the, they were a worship. The daughter.
1: Yeah, they were like a praise, uh, I mean, a singing <laughs> yes. team.
0: And great, great music. And country music. And, and, and Ashley Judd, that's a, the, a- the other daughter, sister. So an she's an actress. She's an actress. And I mean, I don't know these people, no. but, you know, I, I felt for them. And I didn't know much about them. And then finally they, they uh, said that uh, she took her life. Uh, it was a they called it mental health, maybe it was through depression. Now, why this. people had a few dollars, they would seem to be doing well. But you see, why? Why? How come she couldn't get out that hole? I heard her say this now since that she's passed, that she said the only time she felt good when she was on the stage. Now, I'm not being critical of ministries, I'm not being critical. Of, why didn't someone get around that woman? I'm talking about ministry. And well, Get her out of that hole.
1: Well, maybe they did. It's still up to her to believe. Well, with that, I
0: do know. But no, no. Yeah. I mean, there was fight with her with every fiber of your being. We're not like we're not gonna let you get down. We're not gonna let you get down that low. I remember telling a man one time, and he was he was suffering, sick. I said, we. He said, I don't want to die. And now I'm gonna say something you're not gonna believe. I said, we're not gonna let you die. We're gonna fight this devil with every fabric of our being, and we stood on the word. We believed the word. Was it? Rough, yes, it was rough, but he made it. He did not die. He got healed. Uh, but you know, just, we just had to stay at it 24-7. Just do what you got to do to help people get where they need to get. Mm-hmm. That's why Paul was writing at the church at Corinth, and he said, all the promises of God. And I, I, through Christ, I, I'm going to give you my comfort. I, I'm, I'm going right. to give you everything i got. Right. Now, I like the scripture that Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. And that was a promise that came to pass, which is the Holy Spirit. So yeah. since he's called the Comforter, and he lives inside of us, Catholic, then why shouldn't we be in comfort?
1: We are, yeah. Now, That's I'm available. not spinning
0: that. That's spiritual, physical, find in every area.
1: And whatever it is that causes discomfort, when you were talking about how we, we need to pull together and help people, I was thinking about the Bible story where they had the four crazy friends that brought their yeah. friend that was paralyzed to Jesus. They couldn't get in the house because there were so many people uh, in the room or in the house they yeah. couldn't get through, so they went on the roof, yes. they pulled the tiles up, and they dropped that friend of theirs that was on that stretcher yeah. right there in front of Jesus.
0: And got healed.
1: And he totally got healed.
0: Now, it was amazing to me. His, his friends were so nice that someone decided to pay for that man's roof. Mm-hmm. Then they said, we don't care what it takes to get you healed. You see, sometimes your friend that's with you, believe me, has to go the extra
1: mile.
0: Right. So I always tell people, go the extra mile because it's never crowded. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know usually you most of the time you're by yourself walking unless you got a friend and a friend stick it closer than a brother
1: and that's what happened also with the man that was the centurion that's he right. had a he had a a friend or a servant that, that's was, right. that was sick and near death, and he sent word to Jesus. Well, he
0: must have believed in Jesus, huh? He did. And he said, You don't need to come to my house, just speak the word.
1: Right, just send the oh. word. And that's what we do every time we do these chats. We send the word, and Amen. this word is filled with power to heal yeah. your body, yeah. restore your life. To and I would tell you, I, mean, I don't
0: like when people criticize me. Uh, they most of the time criticize me, they don't criticize you because, you know. I don't, I don't know. know,
1: I don't read those well, yeah, ugly I comments. Know. No, but they just those. come up. Um,
0: and, uh, but that's okay. I mean, you can do what you want to do. That's what it's called, free speech, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I made up my mind. It's like I've had a person that day, I said, uh, oh, they just, they just can't get over that I have an aircraft. They don't realize what I'm doing, what I'm preaching, how, where I'm going. It's my pulpit in the air. Well, why don't you fly commercial? Because the commercial airlines cannot handle my schedule. But you know what? They were, But if, I, if they was, needed to get to a hospital and I was the only one with a plane, they they want they want me to they want to get on it and fly it, but wait you said you can't believe you can't do that because you don't believe in prosperity. See how silly and ridiculous that is.
1: Well, you know you, say, I think, you know I always when I hear criticisms about things like that, yeah. I just recognize that those people don't value the gospel the way they need to. The gospel is spreading the gospel is the most important business on Amen. planet earth as far as i'm concerned Amen. and there are people who in, in business which i'm glad they do have the many businesses people who travel and do a lot of other things that are not in the in the ministry have aircraft they understand the the need for it, and the uh, the benefit of being able to have the transportation you need to get where you're supposed to go to do your work, to do your business. And we have this wonderful tool. We didn't have it until, like, we were in the ministry almost 20 years before we had the first oh, one. You did a lot of traveling oh, in the I could drive all night. And,
0: doing, and I'm not but but bragging anyway, about it that was, or whatever. It just, it's a
1: blessing of the Lord. And so I can't allow someone else who doesn't understand it to uh you know let their comments bother me because i'm doing what the lord has called us to do because like we we know we go to, we've preached in the churches around Las Vegas and someone told us that one of the big hotels, they have lots of big aircraft. Yeah,
0: the Venetian Hotel has two 747s.
1: That they'd fly in <laughs> what they call their whalers, so that they can entertain and them and, I'm and not do putting that. on and their, That's their business. I'm not
0: putting on the website. I don't think they ought to have that.
1: Yeah, we don't go and post things yeah, on there. They should
0: know. You know, that's their business. None of my, so I just made up my mind that I'm going to have this promise that my God supplies all my need, whatever that my need, desire, me, me. my want. It's all in the Scripture. All you got to do is just read it. But you're so used to poverty that you made it a part of your life.
1: Right. Well, you know, years and poverty ago, is a curse. Years ago, when people started preaching the gospel and traveling, if a preacher had a, a, even a nice card that people oh, would he criticize got criticized that. Like no matter what it is that was there, I mean, there are people who went ahead of us and beat the trail, basically. Sure. Or Roberts, when he was traveling, doing all those tent revivals, had an aircraft that's right. to get his team back and forth where they needed to be. And I'm yeah. sure he was criticized, too.
0: Oh, you know, and, and that's okay. I mean, I can handle that, you know. That's not the issue. My point is this, uh, but it, well, I, I'll just tell you something about that aircraft. I have flown cancer patients. You don't know about that, do you? No, I don't talk about that kind of stuff. I have done that. And, uh, and you know, and uh, well, because the Lord just told me to do it. So I, and, and, you know, I know, when I say to people, say, well, you ought to fire over here. Well, first, thing, you don't dictate to me what I do. The only person that I allow to dictate to me what I do is God Almighty. It's him who I serve, you see. And I mean that sincerely. And I'm strong. I mean, I'll get in your face and say, I don't believe that. I'm not, I'm not going to allow you to do that. I, I told that to a lady the other day I was preaching. And the Lord was so strong. I said, she's about ready to sow a seed. And I looked at her like I'm looking at you. And I said, I want you to believe for the hundredfold. She shook her head. That was a
1: promise.
0: And that's a promise. Some Uh 30, some 60, some 100. Watch that. Uh And you know what I said? Now, some of you are going to get mad when I looked at her right in the face and said, you're not ready for me. Mm -hmm. You're not ready. You're not ready. You see, Jesus said, oh, Jerusalem, how would I love to put you under my wing like a a, a hen gathers her chicks? Paul said, I came here to preach the, my God, some deep revelation truth, but I couldn't do it because I had to give you milk. Well, what Jesus was saying and what Paul was saying, you're not ready for me.
1: Right. In fact, when Jesus came into the town of Nazareth. He went into the synagogue, and he opened the Bible to preach. started saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. and all the, I don't remember all the specific. Of, what's the rest of the verse? you remember?
0: You to look Deliverance
1: for? Of, yeah, oh. to the captives. Yeah, to recover his sight, sight to the blind, to preach the acceptable, acceptable
0: year, year of the, of the Lord. Lord. He
1: preached that, in his hometown couldn't Would you like me to quote it. the whole chapter? No, I, I'm just, I I can that can was quote enough. that whole chapter. That's
0: good. I'm going to quote enough. it anyway. No. He went to Nazareth where he was brought up, and as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up and read. There was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. He opened up the book and found the place where it's written, "The Spirit of the Lord God's upon me; for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor; to heal the brokenhearted, to preach the captives, the recovery of sight to the blind, to so set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord." He closed the book and gave it again to a minister, and sat down. All the eyes of them in the synagogue were fastened upon him. He began to say, "This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears." And all bearing witness and wondered that the gracious words were proceeded out of his mouth, and they said, that's is it. not this Joseph's That's son? That's the key
1: right there. And they said what they yeah. did that now, day. I'm not
0: showing off by quoting it I know. because if it's not in you, Kathy, it can't come out you.
1: You have great memory.
0: Well, I no, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Saint. He helped
1: you with it. that's a powerful verse to remember, a whole passage to remember. Sure, but the point was is that they they questioned him. In fact, what that happened that day is they missed their day of visitation. Oh, did the they? The promise I mean, of God had showed up right there in their synagogue, right there in their midst. That was the promise, the big promise. Jesus Christ coming to the earth came in the form of a baby, born, raised, and here he. What well, they questioned his incarnation, his, his earthly ministry there yeah. in that synagogue. Yeah. And he they, was just. Yeah.
0: They had heard that he thinks he was born him. of a virgin and all that kind of is Isn't this Joseph's, Joseph's son? son. That was right putting there. him
1: just as a natural, but he was the son of God. And thank God for Joseph. Joseph oh, helped yeah. Joseph him. Joseph, Joseph phenomenal man. understood the promise, understood the calling, and God used him to help him in
0: what I mean, Jesus think about there. this. Can you imagine? If you were Joseph and you know this, this boy is the son of God, how are you going to teach him? See, Jesus had to learn to be human, and God used Joseph to teach Jesus. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And we have to learn to be spirit, and God uses the Holy Spirit to teach us. that's so good. You see? And that's what I'm saying. Let me say that again. Joseph had to teach Jesus how to be human Mm
1: -hmm. because he was God in the flesh. And
0: Mary. And Mary, right. And the Holy Spirit has to teach us to be spirit, Mm -hmm. housing a soul, clothing a body.
1: Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And the Spirit is always leading us toward the promise. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. Jesus said, and so that's why the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Spirit, is so needed for us to even always to even understand all the promises, really comprehend with our whole heart what these promises really mean. All of these, the great love of God is the best promise, but the Holy Spirit is the one that is, like I said, Jesus called him the gift of the Father. Ooh. And when the gift of the Father is received, then it opens up all the other promises, all these other 7,000 promises that we mentioned that are in the Word of God.
0: And I just put on my glasses here, and I saw this scripture in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17, Now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So when people get mad at me because I have this and that, I say, it's that spirit mm-hmm. who has set me free. There is right. liberty. I accept that liberty. Right. And I don't walk in that natural phenomena where you just never know what God's going to do. I do. Not that I'm smarter than you. I just read this. And I say, you know, people say, you actually take that uh, in its entirety. Yes, I do. The Word of God can't lie. You see what I'm saying? This Bible is a, is a book of past, present, and future. Now, what are you going to believe in it? I remember
1: the first promise that I was believing God for, and that was to get you born again. I remember I got Mm -hmm. born again and didn't even realize that all of this was real. But once I knew it was real, I wanted you to understand it, and I wanted you to, to come to the knowledge of Jesus. And so I remember you were the first promise... The promise of the scripture that I read, that the husbands are one, W-O-N, by the conversation of their wives, which meant the way their wives live. So I'm, I was determined to live for God and understand the scriptures and learn from him so that you could be born again. That was my first promise yeah. I held on to. Now, and it, was, it didn't happen overnight. In fact, you gave me a lot of reasons to believe the promise was not yes, right. was I not was amen. Yeah. But, but I, I refused to give up. And that right. promise came to pass.
0: You know, you got born again. You there were like, blinded I, I, to yeah, you, truth. Got, you you got born again in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in that in that in that hotel room, uh, watching Billy Graham. Uh, take us back to that that situation.
1: I remember. How it, well, did I, you
0: feel? I mean, did you turn on the, uh, the TV by accident? What well, did you do?
1: When I turned on, I turned on the TV. Jody, our daughter, was was just. I put her in bed, and I, uh-huh. I was. You know, it was still early. You were out in the nightclub doing your job. Right. And so I turned the TV on. In those days, you didn't really have the remotes like you do. That. You yeah. to, if you want to turn the channel, yeah. you have to get up. And I didn't want to get up. And so I was sitting there, and whatever came on is what I watched. And Billy Graham came on, and it was a television touch. I don't know if it was live or if it was taped or whatever it was, but I remember hearing the gospel really for the first time. I don't remember the words that were said. Did it draw
0: you into it? I
1: remember listening, and and it made a lot of sense. And I remember remember him giving the invitation to accept Jesus as your Savior. And I remember that I repeated the prayer that he said to pray. And something supernatural happened at that moment because I wouldn't looking for answers i i was just content with the way my life was going i mean, it i knew it wasn't perfect but i didn't know that there was a promise that my life could change I didn't, nobody came to me and said kathy would you no i don't remember everybody seeing kathy wanted would you like to meet jesus as your lord yeah I, but i heard it through a television camera through a television set it was a right. little tv in that through little camera, hotel room right. and so i remember praying that prayer and my heart just just was so uh touched by what what I had prayed and God I knew I was changed and I, when you came home that day that night
0: I, was, I got there I by 30 in the morning
1: yeah I remember that you said you put you put your hand on that on the knob
0: something was wrong
1: and I was still being touched by the spirit of God my life was just I was weeping before God praying I, I don't remember uh, asking for anything specifically I was just basking in that presence
0: that was in that hotel room that day. See, I was
1: Jody the, was just about a year and a half yeah, old. I was the,
0: the anti. When I touched, I never forget that. When I touched that doorknob of that uh, that hotel room or that, but I knew something was wrong. And not wrong, well, because I was a, I, here is a devil, but ready to walk into the presence days, of God. Your
1: spirit, your that.
0: What I never thought about me being saved. I just knew your days you know, were numbered. What was in that room <laughs> was, was stronger than what. That with, was what different. I was outside. It was different. See, and then when and she told me she was watching Billy. I said, okay, that's great. You know what I mean? I don't have a problem with that.
1: You know? I remember you said, don't watch Billy. I said, that's don't what watch
0: Because, I mean, I just wasn't into religion. I mean, I liked Billy Graham. Because you don't want to know,
1: why are you crying? What's wrong? I took you...
0: up for Billy Graham when I was a sinner. I didn't know that. Oh, yes, I was. I, one time, me and Jimmy oh, Spencer, yeah. we were drinking up a storm, and uh, I don't that know how that's... That was your drummer su- yeah. at the time. And he's in heaven now. I love old Jimmy. Jimmy he, got such a well. he got born again as well. Uh, he started criticizing. He said, that guy, Billy Graham, man, he makes a lot of money. Now, we've been drinking, Don. I? I looked at him. I said, well, he fills up football stadiums. I guess he ought to make a lot of money. I said, if we filled up football stadium, we'd make a lot of money. The Rolling Stones fills up football stadiums. They make a lot of money. I ain't got no problem with that yeah, whatsoever at all. You know, so what, you yeah. see? <laughs> and, uh, and and things of that nature, and he went, yeah, I never thought of well, it like that. Well, the promise
1: of the new birth. was okay, no, no, give
0: me the benefit of the doubt. I, I actually was, took up for Jesus. Well,
1: I'm so glad. Well, hallelujah,
0: <laughs> glory to God! I didn't know it, but I did. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, sense. the
1: promise of of knowing Jesus is so important because it changes your life. It 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 totally brings in a new peace, a new strength, a totally different way of looking at life and it realizes, helps you realize there there is life after death. Yes. So it's not just this life, it's eternal life. And so I remember I wanted you to, to experience that for yourself because it was so real in my heart. You know, sometimes you read words and you don't realize the reality till the Spirit of God the words of breathes upon it. And that's what happened to me. But not only did I want you to be born again, I remember wanting everybody I knew to be born again. That promise of people coming to the So you became the, an evangelist the, in a sense. The, I, you know, I really did. I was, before you, I was an evangelist. I remember telling you, I want to reach all the band. Because there was like, it was it like eight of them, man? seven? Six. six of them in the band. And and I wanted all of them to get born again. I was praying for you, but I was praying for all of them too. Sure. And I remember. Do you remember that day I asked you that I wanted them to all... Hear the gospel. I couldn't get them to go to church. I mean,
0: let, some... let me set up the scenario. <laughs> Kathy had a little cassette player or something. Yeah. She even had a little praise and worship. I, created, and I said, couldn't
1: get them to go to church, so I created this no, work. No, this church is what you said. You made, you
0: made us feel all bad. You said, Listen, I'll go and listen to you uh sing. play sing and sing. And play. Least y'all can do is come listen to me talk about Jesus. That's right. So all of us, including me, I was the sick but we sat down in a room so Kathy could speak to us about. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, we all, we're all smoking dope and we all kind of messed up. But Kathy puts on her little praise and worship, talks I a little bit. I turned the table yeah, on and, and Had a bowl all of listen. Stuff. Then she gave her a little homily. It's
1: like my church service. My
0: little church service. Then she cut it off. And then she looked at all of us, and you know, we were just looking at her like I'm looking at you, like in the eyes. she said, "Would any of you like to get saved?" And all of us in unison went, "No," <laughs> you know. But it, that's nice, Kathy. Now the one that was so kind was Dave Rakes. He's in heaven too. And uh, he said, Kathy, that's so kind. That's so nice of you. And me, and I thought, I said, man, she's into the God stuff. She's like mama, you know, and all that religious stuff, you know. But you know, there was a power in that room. I oh, never I forgot know it. The, we all walked out and of there. And I that. didn't
1: get discouraged. I felt like you know, I, right now I've been preaching at the church on Sundays about God assignments, and I'm looking back today realizing the different God assignments that God has given me, and that was an assignment. You know, my responsibility was to do what He told me to do. How they respond, of course, I wanted them all to respond positively well, sure. because I, what I, I believe I was giving them the. Best I could ever get. I mean, if I could have given them, you know, like a treasure chest full of massive diamonds and stones that was worth millions of dollars, I felt like what I was giving them was more valuable right. than any earthly treasure. Well, you and were so giving I them eternal giving life, I was giving them something that was very precious to me, and so I presented it to them, and my, I did what I was called to do. I did my assignment, yeah. and how they responded, whether they, uh, at that moment, <coughs> really didn't affect me. I remember I was, I was. I was sad for them, but I knew that I had planted the seed. You know, the Bible tells us that some plant, some water, but God's the one that brings the increase. Well, what,
0: what you did, you gave eternal life through Jesus Christ.
1: I presented it to them, and I know that through later Jesus. on, the drummer did get saved. I know that the, the, the electric guitar player later on started Monday. serving the Lord, right, mm-hmm. I think so Utah. i think mean-
0: you know, but that's, that's many years ago. I don't know
1: all the details beyond it, but I believe that every one of us just needs to be obedient to do what God is calling us to do and how uh, and drop seeds. Put well, seeds of, of words of faith and life into p- lives of people that God brings you into contact with, and then leave it there and pray over it and Amen. trust God to bring it to pass.
0: Well, let, let me explain that statement that she gave us eternal life through Jesus Christ. The
1: presentation yeah, of it, right. for
0: all the promise of God in Him. In Him. So she, she was speaking... Uh, in him through him or yes and in him through him by him amen so be it unto the glory of God by us mm-hmm. do you see what i'm saying and it and it literally worked i mean even though we didn't accept something happened right there we were being set up <laughs> for our salvation
1: well you were reading this verse earlier in 3rd and 3rd second corinthians chapter 3 you read Mm-hmm. about the spirit, of, the
0: spirit of the Lord. Yeah, that's freedom. verse 17. I
1: want to read this in verse 16 because it reminds okay. me of what we're talking about because really anybody that... The only reason that I wanted to share the gospel with you and with the, the band uh-huh. was because I knew that they were bound by sin, bound by the devil. They were blinded to the truth. In fact, this verse 16 says... But the, this is the Passion Translation. It says, But the moment one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted and they see... Now, the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit, and wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Amen. So that is, I wanted them to be free from the life of sin. That they the were devil, good
0: people. Don't misunderstand me. We played well, very talented well, musical. We just well, wasn't born again. Well,
1: sin, to me, and I learned that from the very beginning, is not the acts, the individual, so much as the individual acts. It's rejection of Jesus Christ. That's right. the ultimate sin I'm talking about. When we accept Jesus, we are freed from that sin and that is what opens up all the promises
0: of God. Now, I'm going to say this before we go off here. When I got born again, I got so thoroughly washed in, in the word, spin dried in the glory, <laughs> <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff.
1: That's so true. That exactly. backsliding
0: has never come never into my come. mind. Yeah,
1: I remember what you, would, yeah, you, what would you I said to? you let the... The purity purity of the the gospel gospel,
0: go as far as the the pollution pollution of sin. And you
1: were wallowing in pollution. Um, I was
0: a polluted man (laughs) completely and liked it. I didn't didn't, care. It was
1: so blinded. You had a veil over your face. You didn't know.
0: I didn't care about hell. I didn't care about heaven. I'll be honest with you. I I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about God. I didn't think about the devil. I thought about me. You thought about it? My career, what I need to go, what I want to do, and everything. I was selfish in that way. But in that selfishness, I had you in mind and Jody in mind that I would take care of you. Well, yeah. That kind of stuff. And I, I appreciate- mean, I thought if I would got to the top, I wasn't going to just because there was all kind of women around me. I, I wasn't getting rid of Kathy and I wasn't getting rid of Jody. I, and that's not the issue. That, that, my mind was ambition to get to that point to where I could give them whatever they wanted, when they wanted, where they wanted, and how they wanted. But I got tripped up on the road to that success mm-hmm. by Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it was a good trip. Yeah. I fell into his arms uh-huh, instead so of falling good. on the ground. Right. And he saved me and washed my sin away. Right. And from that day, that was Labor Day weekend, 1974, I have served the Lord.
1: And he's, he gave you true success.
0: True success, yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden I found out that all the money that I was seeking for back then as a, as a rock, because you make a lot of money in the rock business. It was uh, nothing. Empty. Now, you remember me, you said it was empty. It, was it didn't bought. make you happy. No, I always thought money would make me happy. I was raised very poor, and I wasn't ashamed of that. Mom and dad did the best they could, but it didn't make me happy. Now you that criticize me because I have money now. Okay, let me explain that. Now the Bible said he, the blessing of the Lord it maketh rich, added, and He added no sorrow, no sorrow. with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to be a blessing. I just blessed someone a while ago. I blessed someone yesterday. I've been blessing people all weekend. Jesus. And then someone just blessed me.
1: And that's something. And that's something.
0: Think about that. I mean, I didn't ask for nothing. Didn't do anything. Just wanting to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you want me to tell you what I did this weekend? I saw a man with two children. Didn't really know him. Recognized him a little bit. Walked up to him. I said, let me buy you a lunch. Bought him lunch, and I'm not bragging on that. I felt the Lord wanted me to. I bought him lunch. Oh, he said, you're so generous. And I looked at, uh, I guess that was his granddaughter. She was, I think, 11 or 12, and the young, young boy was probably 10. I said, and we were at a cheesecake factory, and uh, the, the mall is connected, to the, or the cheesecake factory is connected to the mall. And I said, and I gave her $100, and I said, why don't y'all go buy y'all something in the mall? And I don't know these people, the, the, the children I didn't, gave her a hundred, and the little boy a hundred. Are you bragging? No, I'm not bragging. That's the love of the Lord. I just wanted to be a blessing. See, that's why he added no sorrow with it. So please, for you that criticize people that believe in prosperity, not the greedy, that's another thing. I got to agree with it. But there's no greed here. There's none of that. Yes, I'm a blessed man. And yes, and the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. And I am totally, completely blessed. And to God be the glory but I'm able to do what God wants me to do. And that's so what he partners, wants for all let, let me say it. Partners, thank you yes. for believing in us because you know us and we know you. For giving to this ministry because 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. I thank you. I've asked the Lord for every dollar given this ministry to give us soul. I'll take the persecution and everything. I am also a partner to this ministry. Me and Kathy, we give. Mm-hmm. And we don't even blink. We just do it. And In our ministry gives wonderful. to other ministries, more constantly. than 10,
1: almost 20, uh, well, we give tithe, but also offerings. Oh, yeah, completely.
0: It's like being a blessing.
1: We give out as so well. So thank
0: you for being a partner. And there's so many ways to give, PayPal, JDM.org, JDM app, text to give if you want to. And if you don't, you don't have to. I might just keep watching the shows. And, we're not gonna, and I, I'm not going to write you an ugly letter. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to criticize you because you didn't give. I, you know, I don't care about any of that stuff. I am reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. If you can't believe that, then I'm sorry, but but that's simply the truth. And I'm going to say it as we go off the air today. All the promises of God. So why don't you, after we go off this boardroom chat, why don't you start looking up at all these promises and then receive them for yourself, spiritually, physically, and financially. And guess what? God will bless you beyond your wildest dreams in every area of your life. It's so true. And no matter what's happening in the world, you're in the world, but you're not of it, mm-hmm. and God will handle it. This is Jesse and Kathy saying thank you for watching us today. We see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.